Hi, friends. Welcome to the Rock Your Joy podcast. I'm your host, Anya Rock, a woman, artist, entrepreneur, mom, and high-performance coach. I'm working on becoming the best version of myself and inspiring others to do the same. This is my invitation to you to be part of the collective shifting of consciousness. Let's choose love. Let's choose joy. And let's rock your joy one day at a time. Hi, friends. Welcome back. I want to preface by saying that I am recording this a week before the election. By the time this is published and you are listening, the election will have passed. And I think it's divine timing that I'm not recording this with the end, the result. And of course, I imagined recording two episodes, one for one outcome and one for the other. But I didn't want to imagine myself in both of those situations. And at the end of the day, my message to you is the same. So here we are, Wednesday, November 4th, 2020. A day like any other in some. I don't know if the sun is shining or the clouds are overhead where you are. And it may feel like the weight of the world has finally lifted, as though the clouds have finally parted for the sunshine. Or it could feel a little doomsday-ish. It could feel heartbreaking. I know I was heartbroken in 2016. I had so much hope and conviction. I had placed all of my love and possibility on Hillary Clinton winning, on our first female president. And I'll be honest, I cried. I watched as Donald Trump won, and I cried. I cried for myself. I cried for my daughter. I cried for the women who were traumatized and re-triggered by his behavior, including myself. But the days went on, and slowly we began to pick up the pieces and figure out how to go about our lives. And no matter what the outcome on this day, whether you are celebrating or whether you are grieving, you have the same work to do. You must take good care of yourself. We must manage the energy of that which we can control. And it's so tempting to be pulled into the sweep, the anger and the outrage. But it ends up in a tornado that we can't stop. And I'm not saying that we shouldn't do anything. I believe in activism. When I think about the politics, feminism, the environment, all of the good work being undone right now, I dissent. And I put one foot in front of the next. I voted. I did call banks. I probably didn't do enough, but I did what I could. 
and I exercised my right to participate in this beautiful democracy. But sometimes it doesn't go the way we want. And sometimes it does. So as I'm recording this, with the future uncertain, my message is simply that we must look within. We must look to each other to be the light. I know that my influence, who I affect, the wave of that energy is strongest right here in my home. And I know that I must be a light. I know I must be a light in these dark days. Like Thich Nhat Hanh said, someone has to steady the boat. So I work daily on my mind. I work daily on my practice of being grounded and centered, of being present, of alchemizing pain into love. I know that when I practice this and I stay steady, that I raise my consciousness and that my energy affects everyone around me. But that energy ripples out further than just my family or my kids or my clients. That when I am in a space of the present moment, I am connected energetically in a quantum field to everyone else who is attempting to be in the present moment. When I pause and remember, as my meditation teacher says, that my preferences are appearances in consciousness, the negative and the positive. We want to attach. We love diving into the loop of our outrage, feeling the anger. But what do we do with it? How do we put down the weight of that feeling and let it go and shift it and turn it into a tidal wave of love that this country and your community and your family so desperately needs? We can only start with us. You can start with you by remembering your value, your worthiness, that you are enough, that you matter, that taking time to be still, to go in, to feel the depths of pain and joy, and to let that flow out of you That is good work. It's important work. Because no matter whether you are celebrating today or you are grieving, someone else is feeling differently. And the more divided we are, the worse off we are. So we must find a way to love each other. It's not an easy task. I know that. All I have to do is sit for an hour on MSNBC or CNN or Fox, and I can get right into the loop with you. But I beg you 
to manage how much of that you consume. When you're feeling like the world is falling apart and the sky is falling, put on your mask, go outside and smize at a neighbor. Remember humanity, connection. We are all more similar than we are different. But we are being told that our differences will keep us divided and that we should hate each other for those differences. But we have to win with love. We have to fight with love. We have to educate our girls and stand up for the unspoken for. We have to fight, but we have to do it with love in our heart. So what can you control today and every day? You can control your mind and your thoughts. You can control your morning routine, the time you take to quiet, to move the social media, the news, the consumption away. You can purposely carve out time to create. Whether you write morning pages or you paint something beautiful on paper, whether you get an instrument out or put on music and dance, move creative energy through your body. Connect with someone. If someone isn't right there in your home, reach out to someone who is feeling stranded. Let them know that you're there. All the same reminders that when we felt so unmoored at the beginning of this pandemic, what were the anchors that you reached for? I know for me, my morning practice is everything. It anchors me. I wake up. I meditate. I explore the quality of my mind that day. I connect to my breath. I allow emotion to move through me if it needs to. I write my morning pages. But then I write again. Twice a week, I write and I allow that creative spark to move from my heart to my hand. And I have support. I have people to remind me of my greatness, to pour their light into me. I have a therapist. I have a coach. I have a soul coach. And I have a community. I have a family And I want my family to see me moving through all of these emotions. To see me using the tools and resources that bring me back to love. And to know that it's okay to feel all of the things. To feel the celebration and the joy. To feel victory And to feel defeat, to feel weary and tired and afraid. They are all a part of this life. 
but in whatever instant you can. Anchor yourself in love, in the deep gratitude of this next breath, in the deep gratitude of the measure of health that you have. Let it spark joy and know that no matter the outcome of this one day, there is still so much work ahead. But fueled with love and fueled with joy and connection, worthiness, we have the strength to go on and on and on. Because this is not a four-year conversation. This is about shifting the consciousness of our country, of our planet. And each one of us starts within, one breath at a time. So until next time, rock your joy, one day, one breath at a time. Hey friends, if you love these concepts and want to go deeper, you can go to my website, www.anyarock.com forward slash coaching, and let's connect. I would love to help you navigate these interesting and challenging times with more ease and more flow. If you love this podcast, and I so hope you did, please subscribe. That way you'll get real-time updates anytime I post a new episode. Feeling inspired and want to share the joy? Leave a review so others can find the podcast more easily. Want to hang out more with me? You can find me on the interwebs at www.anyarock.com. That's A-I-N-E-R-O-C-K. And I'm also on Instagram at Anya underscore rock your joy. Till next time, rock your joy. This episode was produced by Dante32.